This program is brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu. Hi, I'm Professor Bernie Jones. I'm an associate professor here at Suffolk University Law School, where I teach classes in first-year property, American legal thought, and American legal history. I have a new book which has just come out. It's called Women Who Opt Out, The Debate Over Working Mothers and Work-Family Balance, which has just come out from NYU Press. And this is a book in which I explore the phenomena of opting out, which had come from a New York Times article back in 2003, an op-ed piece, article written by Lisa Belkin, in which she questioned whether young women who go into the workplace and then who marry and have children tend to no longer have any interest in workplace concerns due to their interest in opting out of the workforce. So the book is assessing that debate of opting out, the phenomena, so to speak, and it does so through several different lenses. Number one, in my introduction, I discuss the matter as one involving developments within the fields of American women's legal history. And so far as I discuss the history of women in the workplace and their, their rise in the past 30 to 40 years in such fields as law and medicine, which had once been traditionally male-dominated. And I talk about them in light also of feminist legal theory insofar as the movement towards women's greater access to these traditional male-dominated fields had been predicated upon changes within law, which also had their foundation in changes within feminist legal theory. And in terms of women's equal access to the workplace, enabling women to enter the workplace, but then once they marry and have children, the question then became, in terms of the opt-out phenomena, of whether they opted out or had been pushed out. And so the various contributors to the book, I'm the book's editor, questioned this phenomena on the basis of their own studies, for example, in sociology, psychology, law, employment law, and in that regard, they argue that the opt-out phenomena might apply to a certain group of women who might have never needed to work in the first place because they were able to be supported at home by their husbands, but the opt-out phenomena, what it does is it presupposes that all women have the ability to opt out, when in, in this instance what could happen quite often is that women might be pushed out or they have to work because of necessity, financial need, but the presumption is that they opt out of the workforce. It is arguably a class issue because a fair number of the contributors do talk about class issues insofar as the opt-out phenomena applies primarily to professional women. But the language of opting out is applied to primarily all women in the workplace. And so if it's a matter of personal choice, choosing to work or not, then workplace policies that might push women out are not addressed. With the book, my goal is to do several things. Number one, as I described earlier, to question the opt-out thesis, but to also to talk as well about the developments in women's history and women's legal history, which contributed towards this debate, and to really discuss the complexities within feminist legal theory with respect to these questions. And it's about discussing this opt-out phenomenon as something far more complicated than what the opt-out phenomena in popular discussions tend to see it as. The NYU Press website has the information. It's an NYU Press book. And so their website is www.nyupress.org. That's one word, N-Y-U-P-R-E-S-S. This preceding program was brought to you by Suffolk University. 
please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu.